Welcome to episode 109 of Fish and Connoisseur a Movie. My name's David Pether. You can call me Fish. With me as always, he's only my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuffy, Luffy Muffy Chuffy. Duffy, Duffy, Luddy. I don't fucking know anymore. I don't care. Hey, how you fucking doing? It's me, Colin. Colin. Yeah, Colin. That's me. <laughs> Colin McDuff. Yes. The fucking listeners have condemned us once again. I don't fucking understand you guys. Like, do you want us to keep making this podcast? Can you stop shitting on our dreams every five minutes? Like, we put these votes up because we want you guys to be, to listen to a podcast that you have an interest in. But apparently what you really want is you want to see me and, you know, a little bit of fish fucking suffer. And <laughs> We're reviewing New Fucking Moon. We put Godzilla, the original one from the 90s, original one, the one from the 90s, and New Moon, the hit sequel to Twilight, up for a vote. And all you fuckers voted for New Moon. So thanks a lot for that. I really appreciate it. I'm really happy. I had to sit through two hours more of this fucking trash. <laughs> it's right. It's right. So last week we, we did Twilight because our... Uh, Loyal listener Nadine uh, pointed out that this would be a good one to be a part of our Is It Really That Bad retrospective, and it was. I, I felt it was a really good one uh, to put in there, but it begged the question, do we continue on with the saga? And I knew the answer from the start. I knew all you fuckers out there were going to put us through uh, all these Twilight movies, you know, going up against Godzilla, because every time we do it, we put up every time we put up like a romantic sort of fucking film, they always pick it, don't they? They always do. They always fucking pick it. It's always Nicholas Fox as well. <laughs> and I don't blame them because they they really are kind of... They're, they're sort of out of our comfort zone being the manly men that we are. Maybe you. We like fucking manly shit like dinosaurs destroying New York. But no, we got to talk about sparkly vampires and werewolf love triangles. Go fuck yourselves, you pieces <laughs> of shit. Now I've got to fucking talk about this again. So we are going to go on and now that you've, you've, you've all <sighs> condemned yourselves as well as us because now we're going to go on and finish the fucking saga because we don't leave yeah. things unfinished. We're going to do Eclipse and we're going to do Breaking Dawn but we're not doing it fucking separately because it's one movie as far as I'm fucking concerned. And yep. we've bitched many a time about the split final part in series and we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But for now, we're going to talk about The Twilight Saga, New Moon. Oi, let me... Uh... Let me fucking give you guys a quick rundown of what some other critics have been saying. Someone says, so tedious and stupid that it makes last year's Twilight seem like Nosferatu. Um, <laughs> Nosferatu is a great um, movie. The net result is boredom unless you're already heavily invested in this series and bringing your own enthusiasm to the table, which is, which is funny to me. You have to force yourself to like it. <laughs> if only director Chris Weitz had managed to tease out the real drama, Bella's fear of aging instead of a tired one. That's good. And then someone says, um, so long as there are people, there will be love stories. I hope they feel all feel as lush and lively as this one. So there's a nice little thing from someone called Laramie Legel. Now, Laramie Legel. Well, listen, look, like, firstly, there's a lot of negativity going on there, but we have to point out the fact that this is really where the, like, the Twilight fucking fever kicked took, on. Yeah. took point, didn't it? Like, this is it when you, you got big. Jacob coming into it. He was a fucking heartthrob. All these girls were fucking wetting their panties over him. And then, you know, you had... Last last year's fucking, you know, flavor, Edward Cullen, who's coming in yeah. as well. And, you know, there's a bit of a love triangle. And it's like these girls are, are probably losing their shit over two, like, handsome lads fighting over. But this went fucking crazy, man. It was from here 
like we were talking about last week that you know people kind of liked that that movie it was it wasn't too bad but it wasn't until this one hit that the fever finally came and this is where i feel like the hate train started as well because you know as we spoke last week that movie wasn't that bad like i i found it quite good you you found it quite average which is nice for you mm. this this is kind of where it may have gone downhill in in terms of yeah. the hate or in terms of just the hype and you know when things have lots of hype, they've got to be fucking knocked down. It's that tall poppy syndrome. So I guess we're here today to find out if it is really that bad. So Connor, let please me, tell us what happened let, in New Moon. Let me give you a fucking rundown. So Edward realizes that he shouldn't date a human because he's a vampire. And so he leaves <laughs> after she gets a paper cut and the whole family goes fucking mental. So they fuck off out of there to live, I don't know, they all separate and they all, the Cullens leave Forks. And basically, Bella gets real upset and Edward says, no, you can't be with me, you stupid cunt. I am a fucking vampire. And Bella's response is for months and months fall into a huge depression and basically fucking screams every night and shit and distracts herself with Jacob Black. I think his last name's Black. Is it Black? I don't know. Anyway, describes himself for this Native American dude, hangs out with him, and she constantly is doing stupid, dumb shit, near-death shit to get Edward's attention, or whatever the fuck, because she's a fucking idiot. And so she does all this shit, and she fucking meets Jacob, and suddenly she doesn't want to do dumb shit anymore because Jacob is a good cunt. But then Jacob's in love with her, and Bella just fucks him around, and then Bella fucking has no interest in this cunt until she finds out he's a fucking werewolf. That's right, Jacob's a fucking werewolf. Nobody fucking called that one. Oh wait, everybody did. Now Jacob's a fucking werewolf and suddenly that redhead bitch from the first one is back and she wants to kill Bella because Edward killed uh, the redheaded bitch's boyfriend and then she pops up for five minutes and then she fucks off and then one of the Cullens comes back. Let's fucking Bella know. Hey, just so you know, Edward's going to go kill himself. So Bella fucks off to fucking Rome. Rocks up to fucking Rome. Saves Edward. Meets these fucking head vampires that have just fucking showed up. Apparently vampires have a league. And they fucking go to the vampire league. And then there's some redundant fight that means nothing. And, and then the fucking... Um, and then... What happens? And then they let her live because they said, nah, man, it's all good. We'll turn into a vampire. And then the fucking film ends with Edward asking her to marry her. Finn, that's the end of the fucking film. We're done. Okay. There we go. So uh, uh, an issue that comes up at the start of the film, which I actually don't mind, and uh, something that I'm always looking for things in films is something that I can relate to. Most people can relate to. And the big one in this one is her fear of getting old. Um, which yeah. I feel we all have that kind of fear at some fucking extent. She's been doubled by the fact that she's dating a person who doesn't age and is worried about how he'll feel about her when she's a grandma. Now, where do you stand on that one? Stupid as fucking shit ever. You're fucking 17. Shut the fuck up, you dumb cunt. Fuck, I hate Bella Swan. She's a fucking joke. Like, I... Who gives a fuck? Like, I don't understand this woman. It's, it's such a, it's such a, yeah, you're dating a fucking vampire. That's your choice, you dumb piece of shit. If you're worried about getting old and not having your boyfriend anymore at 80, fuck off and find someone else. Don't fucking speak for him. Stop freaking out that he's not going to love you anymore because you're going to get old. He's a fucking vampire. He's 109 years old. I'm sure he's aware that you're going to age, you stupid bitch. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fuck's sake. Like, the whole problem is, oh, Edward's gonna think this of me. She doesn't actually worry herself. She's just worried about what he's gonna fucking think. That's the mm. whole reason she's freaking out. That's the whole reason she wants to be a vampire. Not because of her. It's all about fucking him. Or it's all about someone else. Such a fucking dumb, white bread, milk toast piece of shit. Fuck. <laughs> Look, I know. I think it's okay. I think um, I think it's quite justified because he is so overpowered and so like there really is nothing wrong with being a vampire, other than the fact that he thinks that they don't have a soul and that they have to feed on blood. But you know, they've found ways to get around it. They can eat fucking animals. It's all good. They're moving on. But she's sitting there thinking that she's just inferior to him, and I kind of like that. I, I I like the idea. That she's in this relationship and yeah, it ended all on like a high note at the end of the, the last movie and they're kind of, they've moved along a bit here. Like I think it's like a few months into the future and she's getting in her own head because she's obviously not fucking, you know, completely like 100% sane this chick. She's a, she's a bit crazy as it is. So I, I, I get the fact that she would feel inferior when held up against this guy. And I don't fucking get it. Like, she's... It's her choice. Like, this isn't Well, it like- is her choice, but it's like... You know, this is... She, her choice is she's been wooed by this guy and she and they fall in love and whatever. They had those adventures yeah. last time. But, like, now I, I think... I do get it after a certain amount of time. They think they're happy. And this this happens in relationships. Shit, you, you get in your own head and you start fucking beating yourself up. Like, am I good enough for this person? Is he good enough for me? Like, whatever. I, I believe that she doesn't believe that she's good enough for him because he is this overpowered thing. And the simple fucking solution is to be turned into a vampire. I think, I think it makes sense. I'm actually on her side. (laughs) I'm like, Edward, please just turn the bitch. So she stops whinging. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand why anyone wants to be with this piece of shit human. Like she has to be the most unappealing fucking person I've ever fucking met. Like she's in a relationship with a fucking vampire for one. And she's got all these benefits. What she is she bringing to the table, though? She brings fuck all to anything. <laughs> Everyone she meets, she fucks around. Her dad, she fucks around her dad. She fucks around her mum. She yeah. fucks around all the Cullens. Yeah. She fucks around all the werewolves. She's a fucking nightmare. And all she does is fucking sit around and mope. You and know what else she is? Like, around. You know what else is funny is with her, um, you know, the, the friends that we bitched about last week, where they, they're all just so accepting of her from the, from the yeah. get-go and then are also accepting of her when she starts ditching her. They do it again in this movie. Yeah. In this movie, I almost expected them to be actually kind of salty towards her because. You know Anna, well, Anna Kendrick sort of is when she's like, "Yeah, you just kind of fuck off." Like, I get you're depressed, but you know, get over it. Yeah. Fuck off, man. You're you're fucking correct. This person you don't want to interact with because she's really shit. She's like a solid three out of ten. She's not even that good looking. She has three no redeeming. Re- I think she's pretty. She's got no redeeming fucking qualities whatsoever. What does she do? What does she do? Like, okay, Edward fucks off and she's really depressed. Cool? Like, yeah, I've been heartbroken. David, I'm sure you've been heartbroken. Like, it happens, you know? Hmm. But fuck, man. You're fucking screaming every night. You I knew you were going to bitch about For this. For God's sake. I do. Because this is, a, this is a, common, a common whinge about this movie. Do something with your time. Like, this is what bothers me is like, yeah, we get it. You're depressed <laughs> does, about this boy. She does do something That's, with her time. She sends yeah, emails that boy. don't fucking get sent to the sender to fucking Alice. Yeah. <laughs> she she fucking she emails her boyfriend's fucking siblings and then her other thing that she does ah oh, I don't feel bad anymore because she's with another boy like you empty brainless fucking puppet do something for yourself 
oh, I like motorcycles now. That's the whole concept of why she talks to Jacob. The only reason she interacts with another human is because she wants yeah, to get back yeah. with her stupid vampire. Well, listen, look, I look just before we we jump ahead to that. <laughs> what did you? Besides her fucking screaming out in the night, I I kind of believed her fucking depression. I de- I de- I believed the spiral that she fell into. I liked I liked like that shot of her just sort of sitting at the at the window and the the seasons shot. going past. I cuz like you said we've all been through fucking heartbreak and again like I can relate to this. Like you, you, there is a there is a point where you just feel fucking defeated and you're down and out and she obviously considered Edward to be the best thing that's ever happened to her. Like that's more than obvious in the way that she's mm. acted about it and how but desperate the, she but, is to be with him and all that sort of thing. So I completely understand the spiral that she goes down. And, and I think it's quite like, well portrayed. But what bothers me is it's like, yeah, cool, you're depressed. I've been heartbroken. But the whole thing is like, you can't fucking justify I'm depressed and screaming every night for months and months and months. If you do nothing else, like every, like... You, it's not realistic and it's fucking pathetic. Like, it's I, no, just I such think a it's horror. realistic. I think people would go it's through this bullshit. sort of thing, especially if yeah, they've I've lost been... something so important to them. But, but I, I do agree with you. By the, there's a part of me, and the, the sad thing is, I do find this realistic, and I want to slap her around. I, I, I feel like being like, get off your fucking ass and, and you know, go live life, go find something else to get passion in. And she kind of does, you know. She, she, she goes out with Anna Kendrick and. You know, then finds her love of fucking motorcycles and stuff. But that is all driven by Edward, isn't it? Yeah, well, she doesn't actually like motorcycles. She no, just goes, she likes oh, the that's rush. a rush. And she only what, wants the rush. Which, she doesn't which, even want the fucking rush. She only wants Edward to pay attention to her. Yeah, that's yeah, the whole yeah. fucking point of it's, everything she does. And this is silly. the worst it's part. Stupid. But it's that. You know what's even sillier is those fucking visions. Oh my God, <laughs> the that's so Edward terrible. visions are just... I'm with it. I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm with it until this point. And like we've we've totally skipped over that incredible scene where she does cut herself. I thought that was really cool when Jasper comes for her and you know Edward has to stop her and then she's bleeding everywhere. And it's like, I thought that was really cool. That's that's really thrown a spanner in the works of this perfect fucking relationship. And I totally understand where Edward's coming from, but I also totally understand where Bella's coming from. I think he handled it wrong and we'll talk about that in a little bit, but that's really cool. I'm with it until here. I'm understanding why she's upset. But as soon as he just turns up as like a fucking ghost or whatever it is, and is like, just turn around, Bella. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? That yeah. is horrible. But I mean, like at this point, all my hate goes towards one character, the protagonist. So I actually kind of watched it and I was like, yeah, I can expect. I don't know. Like my expectations were so low when that happened. I'm like, yep, okay. Like <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know, know. because I'm with it. I'm, I'm, I'm really disappointed. That's where they, they start to lose me is with silly things like that. And the fact that, you know, she is just coming out of this thing, but everything is driven by Edward. Bella is that pisses me off. Such a piece of shit. And fuck <laughs> this human. Fuck Kristen Stewart as well for portraying... Oh, fuck, man. I, You know how, like, in the last one, I kind of gave a bit of a rant and then... Like, people, I saw comments, people like, oh, man, like, Connor really hates Bella. Like, I want to hear more of that. Here you fucking go, all right? (laughs) I fucking hate her. She does. So just from, like, a filmmaker's point of view, from, like, my, you know, sort of technical perspective, like, from a narrative, she is the worst protagonist I've seen in a film in a long time. She does nothing for herself. 
She never makes a choice for herself. She never does anything by herself that's significant. She never makes any drastic change to the story or plot whatsoever. She literally walks around and watches other people do shit for her. And then when someone does good things for her, she neglects the fuck out mm-hmm. of them. That's yeah. this character. Every, even at the end with Edward fucking going to kill himself, her whole thing is to stop Edward from killing himself. She doesn't get out of the fucking car until Alice goes, hey, you've got to run to the clock tower by noon and see him there. That's the one thing she does that's mm. significant. She saves Edward and she only does it because she's told exactly what to fucking do. And even then, <laughs> she doesn't save him because they go talk to the other fucking vampires and she almost gets killed and guess who fucking saves her? Someone else. Someone's mm-hmm. always there yep, looking out for this stupid... Distress. I would fucking... I would drop this bitch. I would, if I was a vampire <laughs> and, and Edward's like my mate and I fucking met this girl, I would fucking murder her. I would straight up kill her. If I was a werewolf and saw Jacob with this girl, I would fucking eat that bitch up like she was fucking pedigree. I swear to God, I hate her so much. She makes me so mad because she's the direct fucking representation of everything you I hate in a fucking protagonist. She's everything I hate in a fucking girl and a person. She's a shit human. Fuck you, Bella Swan, you fucking trash heap. I can't wait to watch two more, fuck, three more fucking films with you in it so I can shit all over you again. Fuck you. <laughs> now, I, I um, you know, I defended Bella last year, uh, last year, last week for, for quite a bit of that podcast. And at the start of this podcast, at the start of this movie, I, I'm kind of still on she's okay train. I still don't think... Kristen Stewart has done a bad job. I think she's done quite well with what she's been given, which is a fucking horrible, horrible protagonist. And you're absolutely right. I'm now on your on your fucking side of the fence because the only thing that happens in this movie, like you, you know, we we always talk about in movies the character progression and development and and things like that. And I'm with her character for the most part, even though she's being a selfish fucking bitch. I'm still with her because, you know, we all get a bit selfish when we're trying to come out of a fucking deep hole and I can understand it. I can go with it. I understand why she starts hanging out with Jacob and, you know, she starts to get attracted to him. So it's like she's almost, she's getting distracted from the shit that was Edward Cullen and what, what he's fucking put her through. But my biggest fucking problem with this character is we go through that progression and then we get to the end and she goes right back where she fucking started. Yeah. She goes right back to Edward, even after he just fucked her over. And like, look, again, I can see where he's come from, but he, he, he went about it all the wrong way. Like, let's be real. Like, he was a fucking cunt to her. Jacob is a good fucking dude. Why are you not being with her? And I know this is the eternal struggle of this fucking saga, but that doesn't make sense to me. Like, she she sprouts this bullshit of like, oh, it's always been him. It's like, fuck off. He just puts yeah. you into the maddest depression that any human being could possibly fucking go into. You're waking up screaming in the night and you go back to this guy just yeah. because he was going to kill himself because he fucked up? Nothing happens with the character at the end of the movie. We're right back to where she is at the start. And that's not fucking good enough. That's no, fucking it's, bad script writing. Not like, that's a bad protagonist. Like, and it's not like a narrative device for the way the story is. It's like, that's pathetic what's happened because none of us feel justified watching this character. And she's also a massive cock tease. Like, she mm. fucks Jacob around so oh, much. That and then he's fuck. like, hey man, like, look, just so you know, like... Um, I'm going through some real heavy shit and I can't really talk about it right now. So then she has an interest in him. Like when suddenly he's, 
like finds out he's this real fucked up monster, then she gives a fuck. Yeah. Fuck you, dude. Like you neglectful, horrible human. This is the other thing too. Like she's quite a, like, I don't know. It's a lot of emotional abuse in my opinion, the way she treats him. Like, oh, towards hey, the like, end it is. look, I, 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 I don't agree in the start. Like I think she's come to him there and they really have like this true friendship thing going on. And it's obvious that it's a little bit more and it's obvious that she's a little bit keen and look, it's it's hard to sort of move on sometimes, but now it's time to fucking move on. He's done all the right things. He's done the, and he's good for her. Like, some yeah. isn't there? There's some line. Uh, does, doesn't Charlie say to her, like the dad say to her that um you know now we just need to you know go with something that's good for you. He's fucking yeah. good for her, and it's so obvious, and it's just fucking frustrating to watch such an idiot protagonist change her mind so quickly just as soon as like the evil ex-boyfriend comes back you know and i know this is and again that's a relatable thing i've i've seen that happen you know countless times i've seen friends be dating girls and then the bad boyfriends come back and the girls gone back because they've got this connection but this this is a, a narrative we've been with this this character the whole time and we and it makes sense that she would be with this guy because i Every time they have they're together, it's quite fun. It's quite warm. I, I I like that. You know, even the color grade changes when they're together. You know, when Edward's around, it's always cold and kind of whitish, and when he's around, it's warm and orange. It's it's quite well done. But like, how how do you feel about like Jacob in general? I mean, like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't know. He's fine. He's just this dumb kid going through like he's basically the representation of adolescence through him becoming a werewolf. And like, yeah, he's fucking. He's the the nicest guy out of everyone in this in this yeah, he's world. Dude. He's Team Jacob, you know. But like the you know, for one, it, the one of the things that I really hate is that he is attracted to Bella. And like, I don't mean that. Oh wait, no, I do. Bella's a dumb cunt, and this guy could probably have anyone in this fucking town. And he again, <laughs> like. It's like, and this is a real thing. This isn't just me hating Bella, but Bella as a character, as we've agreed, has nothing. She's got nothing going for her. She's a nothing protagonist. She's passive. She's useless. She does nothing for herself. She doesn't think for herself. She doesn't bring anything valuable to conversation at all. Every conversation she ever has, she doesn't. Every conversation she has, every single one in this movie is about a boy. That's everything she talks about, right? Why the fuck would Jacob be attracted to that? Like, that's what boggles my mind. Like, this, this well, as a in this world, this person is fucking shit. Like, she's yeah, shit, yeah. and she does nothing but fuck up. And this guy has ev every opportunity to be with someone. And don't give me that like it's love bullshit. That's fucking crap. Jacob is I, I just I don't know. Yeah, he's great. Cool. Keep a fucking shirt on. Where where I stand on like I I. I do understand why he kind of likes her because there's there's obviously been some sort of inkling there from the start. At least that's what they want us to believe. Yeah. But the thing is that I don't believe is that these two have been best buds from the start. Like yeah. she's met him, what, like three fucking times? <laughs> and, yeah. you know, we saw him a few times in the first movie. They come up and they were a bit like, hey, bro, what's going on? It's like, why are they like that? This guy just barely knows her. Like, yeah. like, I feel like there should have almost been a little bit more of him just kind of being the nice guy, hanging out with her a little bit more in the first one, even even a little bit more of it at the start of this one. But I, I just don't believe that they're such good buds. If I did believe that, I could understand why he would be like, oh, finally, the fucking bloodsucker's out of the way. I can get in on this, this action, you know what I'm saying? But I, I just don't 
I don't believe that that's there to start with. Now, when I put that to the side, I kind of go with the relationship that they're with and because they are having fun times. And I disagree. I think while they're making the fucking bike, they're having such good times that, you know, you could be led to believe that this is blossoming to something a little bit more than what Bella wants it to be, obviously. But it is hard because she is such a piece of shit. Like you said, it's, it's hard to sort of understand why anyone would put themselves through this, but they're fucking teenagers and they're fucking hormones and whatever. It's happening. It's how it's going. And I'm not minding it. I'm, I'm, I especially like the scene where they go to the movies, like that weird double date thing that ends up happening with that other fucking blonde dude. And, mm. you know, the two guys have got their hands on the on the armrests, like <laughs> hoping that she'll hold their hand sort of thing. Yeah. Like little things like that I'm finding quite cute. And and again, relatable. They're, they're, that's like really bold things for people to do. And then when fucking Jacob, you know, finally he goes for the handhold later on it's like fucking good on you bro but then yeah, she burns she's... him so fucking bad and you feel oh. horrible for him oh but jacob i just i just uh, j- uh i don't uh fuck off cunt <laughs> i love that he loses his shit from yeah. there as well he like nearly knocks that guy that poor fuck all he wanted to do was just go on a nice date with <laughs> with yeah. the chick that he's obviously been keen on for a while he throws up in an action movie like a fucking pussy and then <laughs> <laughs> then nearly gets beat up by a fucking werewolf. That poor fuck. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing is, like, if... It, I don't know. I just fucking hate Bella Swan. And, you know, like, that's such a minor thing, isn't it? Just hating... Like, you know, we've hated characters in the past, but the problem is, like, the whole film centers around her, so I kind of watch her yeah. all these bits, and she does something like that, and I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you. Fuck you so much. You, like... This Fuck. yeah, this movie, this movie in particular really turns you against her. Like, and I feel like everybody turned against her because because Jacob was so good, and because <laughs> you know he was doing all the right things, and she's yeah. such a bitch. And she's oh. just like, uh, this is what I mean. Like, it's not like just like she's having problems. She's just shit to people. Like, yeah, just she in general, uses everyone. Like when she exactly, exactly when she Jacob drives her home after almost fucking dying because she's a stupid fucking idiot and jumps in the water and he drives her home and she sees the Cullen's car and goes oh like oh my god they're home and then Jacob's like dude that's a trap you have a vampire after you that's a trap and she goes no it's not and storms off anyway and Jacob's like look man I can't protect you if a vampire's here like I have to go because like you know like it's the treaty and she's like, nah, fuck it, I'm going anyway. And he's like, dude, you're crossing a line. And she goes, don't draw one. Don't draw a line. Fuck you, dude. You're fucking being hunted down by a murderous vampire. This person clearly This guy's you. trying to fucking protect you're you. You're going to neglect him and how he feels because your selfish piece of shit asshole mind says, oh, maybe it's my friend, my fucking vampire boyfriend. You're an... I hate you, man. Like, I... That made me so mad. I yeah. felt so bad for him. I know. I, we all do. And that's the thing. We sit there and we take fucking Jacob's side because nobody should be like that to anybody. It's horrible. And, he, and like, he's just got everything. He's got all the best intentions for her. And he will be the best thing for her. And she fucking burns but him. But even like with Edward, like even with Edward, when he comes back and he's like, dude, I don't want to turn you into a vampire. Can't you get that through your skull? 
You know what I mean? And she chucks the tantrum and gets yeah. everyone to vote. <laughs> yeah. Like, that pisses me off too. It's like, dude, if he doesn't want to do it, he's not going to do it. Like, leave the fucking poor guy alone, for God's sake. You're just a shit human. You just put everyone at risk. Edward in the first one's like, look, man, we shouldn't be together because you're going to be at risk, right? That's what they set up. Ed- Bella's going to be the one that's in trouble. That's the whole concept of this is she puts herself in danger for love, right? Mm. But that's not what actually is actually happening, ever. What's happening is everybody else puts themselves in, gets themselves in danger because yeah. of her. Her dad, her boyfriend, Jacob, everyone in the fucking city, that poor guy that went hunting with his dad gets oh, fucking yeah. almost killed. Fucking like everybody that. is at a detriment because of her. She goes to fucking Rome and pretty much, I don't know, her killing herself is a risk to exposing the entire vampire culture. Like she literally is just the worst cunt in every social circle she ever <laughs> is in. Every single one. Fuck, yeah. man. Fuck, man. That poor dad, too. Hey, why'd you go to fucking Europe and not tell me? Oh, sorry about that. It was because of my boyfriend. And he's like, yeah, um, you're grounded for life. Like, if I did that and I was living at home, I would be fucking lynched. Like, I would be just... There would be nothing in my room. I'd come home, there'd be fuck all in my room. She gets... That was naughty. Like, that's basically the equivalent of what she got from her dad. Fuck this fucking human. Ungrateful. <laughs> Well, now we move on to, you know, the apparently there's this whole fucking Illuminati version of the fucking vampire culture. The Voltari, is that what they're called? Yeah. Just this, you know, the, the people who govern the ways of the fucking vampires. And basically their one rule is to not, you know, expose themselves to the humans. And um, why is my first fucking question. Why are these superior beings... Hiding in the fucking shadows. Yeah. When they could be the dominant species on Earth. There is no fucking reason that these guys can't... Like, I could understand, you know, your typical vampires who can't be in the fucking sun. And they they have all these super weaknesses. Because actually, vampires are pretty fucked, really. Like, the, the traditional vampire. Everything kills them. Holy water. Fucking, they're allergic to garlic. They can't go in the sun. They burn. Fucking the stake to the heart's gonna kill them. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. They're pretty fucking. You know, they may be super powered, but they they're pretty limited in what they can do. But not this version of the vampire. This v- version of the vampire can do whatever the fuck they want. They walk around and sparkle. Why does that matter? Like, if they're the fucking the dominant species, which they should be, there's no fucking reason that they they couldn't do it. So I that's one thing I don't understand. I don't feel like they really explained that. Did, did they? Was there anything more to that, or am I just going no, on a tangent? Just a secret society, a secret society of apex predators who could literally murder yeah. everyone and are immortal. Like, yeah, no, it makes no sense. It's weird, but it is. It is weird, and like the other thing is like that. I, I just on this, the monster side of things, like this world, like mm. you know how like these werewolves supposedly just fucking destroy, like. These werewolves, like, kill vampires. Like, that's their thing. That's what Jacob says. He's like, yeah, man, we fuck vampires up. Like, that's our job. We fucking kill vampires. Mm. We will win every time. You know, like, they're just better, clearly. Why aren't they running the world again? Like, yeah, true. like why they're better than the vampires? Like, why aren't they killing every fucking thing? Well, I sort and of then, got the impression that there weren't as many vampire, uh, sorry, werewolves. Werewolves, yeah. Um, whereas when we start to go international with the fucking vampire lore, I'm under the impression that there's vampires everywhere. Yeah. You know, um, like there's vampires living in Rome or wherever the fuck they go where it's sunny 
you know, they're not living up in the mountains like the Cullens are. They're they're living in a sunny area, even though they're just sort of just dwelling in these fucking labyrinths. But I just get the impression that they're everywhere and that this this worldwide fucking global sensation that is the vampire fucking disease. My favorite, my favorite bit. Sorry, just I uh, no, you go on, go on, go on. No, that's pretty much it. I just got, I don't, uh, I, I just, there's no reason that they can't be number one. That's my thing. My, my favorite bit is the fucking um, the comment Bella makes when she finds that Jacob's a werewolf where she's like, is there anything that isn't weird in this world? Berries or anything? Like, that's what she says. And I'm like, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Why isn't that your first thought when you found out vampires existed? <laughs> like, why were you shocked? The whole thing about Jacob being a werewolf, like for me, she's like, he's like, dude, do you remember that very specific story I told you about the people I'm with turning into werewolves? And she goes, no. Nah. And then she sees massive supernatural sized wolves in the bush and it doesn't process that they're werewolves, even though they're hunting a vampire. So even though they're hunting a vampire, she's like that, there's no connection there. And then the I fact don't know. That- I, I think like in this, in this sort of, this age where we pair vampires with werewolves now because of this movie, I could, I could see that. But I, I honestly believe if, if I saw a fucking giant wolf like that in in the wall in the woods now, I would be like fucking bear. No, but it, it's not just that. It's also like the hey, like you know, I've told you that story about pretense, all of us being yeah. wolves, and then or also I've been out of action for ages. Or also, there's vampires in this world that you live in. Or also, I'm telling you to remember that story that I told you. Do you remember the story? <laughs> Do you get what I'm getting at? Do you see what I mean? Do you see how this looks? And Bella has a dream and even in the dream remembers the story, but doesn't know that they're I don't think it's as clear cut as that. Like dreams and things and visions until actually seeing the real thing is very different. Connecting the dots is what I'm saying. Like there's a lot of evidence to I still think she needs to be shocked seeing a fucking giant direwolf looking thing in front of her. Like I still, I, I get it. She, I, I also feel that she accepts it pretty quickly after that. So I'm, it's not, I don't really have a problem with that. What bothers me as well is the Cullens leave and she's getting almost killed by a vampire and at no point is she like, Dad, I know you're trying to protect this city and this is information that could really genuinely benefit you as a human being <laughs> yeah. and in your career and save your life. But um, never mind, lol, just, just kidding. I'm not, it's a secret. Like, dude, you're a fucking asshole, man. Like, I hate you so much. I fucking hate you so much. Well, Fuck one, I one, I, I feel like the Cullens are dumb for, you know, leaving her unprotected like that anyway. Um, very aware of the fact that Victoria is still around and going to hunt her down. Like, it's 100% that she's coming yeah. back. You know what I mean? And the way that the Cullens were, I understand Edward fucking off, but I sort of feel like at least one of them would stick around to just keep an eye on her because they do know that it's their fault that she's in yeah. this this thing that's Pickle. like I, I normally i quite like the cullens and what they do and i feel like most of the stuff they do is justified but considering the way that they've been you know throughout the series so far i feel like they wouldn't have just left her there and even like you know the black guy with the dreads vampire when he comes back he's all like oh well this is fucking weird like he even calls it out you know oh and then and then by the way again another example of her never thinking for herself like in that situation anyone's aware that you need to lie like that's something you would just do a vampire's going to kill you he's asking where the people who could save your life are you would go yeah they're around but she has to have a vision from her boyfriend to make that oh yeah that's right what the fuck lie yeah. like lie. that's so pith- that's so <laughs> pathetic 
That's oh, so The whole pathetic. vision thing is pathetic in itself. Like, every time that came up, it just made me cringe. Everything um, about her But is you know fucking... what's not pathetic? I actually quite liked when Victoria does come, and I was kind of getting excited. I was thinking, this is going to mm, go down too. really cool. And it's cool that, you know, now we've got the wolf pack sort of protecting her, which I, I understand that's why the Cullens aren't there, so we can get the wolf pack into, into play. That's fine. I do love that fucking shot of her swimming in the water towards Bella. I thought that was fucking cool. But then it doesn't go anywhere which is really disappointing. There's nothing uh, more of Victoria yeah. after, is there, is there? There's nothing at all. It's just, it just fucking, it just cuts out like nothing. Because I was ready. I'm ready for a fucking showdown and I'm ready for it to get fucking yeah, me nuts. Too. But we have to go to fucking Rome, which, and oh go to God, Rome I hate this shit. Because I, in, in a lot of like these sort of series, like Hunger Games is another one that I, I, I liken to, you know, I love the first Hunger Games movie. I love even the second Hunger Games movie because they're simple. They're about the games. They're about what I'm, I'm interested in this story. But as we get further into the fucking franchise, it becomes all political and fucking bigger than what it needs to be. It's not yeah. simple anymore. And it, it just gets convoluted and, and fucking honestly boring to me. I find the Voltari fucking boring. I don't give a shit about this League of Vampires. All I ever cared about yeah, and the thing that works so, so much... Dumb for the first film was that that pure relationship that is being formed here and the only thing i care about in this one is the pure relationship and the love triangle that's happening there i I like the thing that's happening with jacob and i like feeling pissed off at bella about edward coming back and all that do we really need this crap this voltari crap like what what do you think franchise www.settinguppfranchisecharacters.com.au forward slash twilight this is a textbook maneuver people let me tell you something this is what films do it's what films do so they'll like so they'll they release one and it's all nice and rounded and so they set it all up and then they're like let's tie that puppy up we're all done and the second one comes along and they build their own story and then within that story this is when I think, honestly, sequels go wrong, is that they set them up for more sequels. Star Wars did it. Empire Strikes Back does it with the Emperor. You know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be a next one. There's, I can think, a fucking Avengers does it. Age of Ultron did it. You know what I mean? Like, here's this one villain. Here's Ultron, this evil villain. And then Thanos is this other fucking thing. And, and like, some of them do it good because Avengers is quite successful, even though the I was going to say, like, trashy. sometimes it can be done well and, like, sequels yeah. can go on to be better and, and not, not necessarily better, but still keep that same sort of feeling that we get yeah. with this. But it... But this, when we when we start stepping in, it's only when things get political. Like, you know, you were talking about Star Wars. It's like, fucking episode one, political. And everyone hates that yeah. fucking movie because it's political. It's not simple. It's not about, it's not a fucking Western with lightsabers. It's now yep. a fucking political thriller, you know? Like, ah, why does this need to become political? Why did the Hunger Games need to become political? I understand, like, you need to take the story and make it bigger and better and, and, and show more of this world, but you're losing the charm of the original fucking source, you know? And actually, a, a friend at work asked me today, because I was having a bitch about this with him today, and he said, oh, would, what, would you rather see... You know, instead of seeing a um, like a movie for every book that is now the way that things are sort of done, would you rather see just one movie that takes over the whole franchise? No. No. No, you wouldn't? No. No. Why the fuck would I want that? I just want a story to be told. I want a complete... Honest story. Well, that would be I a complete story. story. It'd be one movie that's one complete story. Obviously, no, they're going to have to I'm cut saying... out a lot of shit, but like, well, you don't think that would be a good idea? No, 
No, well, I mean, if you're basing it on a book and, and you're trying to reflect what the book is trying to represent, obviously the best way to do that, and, and obviously there are things that translate better to film and things that translate better to books, as we know, but the, the best way to do that is to, to... So if you get one book, you, you portray that in a, in a film. If you get another book, you portray that in a different film because it's a different, it's a, it's a different it story. Yeah, no, I, agree. A story. I agree. I don't think it's a good idea. I think, one, it would make the movie way too fucking long and you would miss out on way yeah. too many plot points. But I was thinking about it with like things like The Hunger Games and I was like, would, would I like Hunger Games if they just fucking squished that all into one movie? And the answer is no, I wouldn't because all the political shit oh. would be in that movie. And the reason why I love the original Hunger Games movie is because it's a good standalone film, and it's exactly. a good it's, it's a and good like, story. And I do like that it franchises on to Catching Fire, which becomes a fucking great film as well. Catching Fire is the shit. I love that yeah, film. But, but, but my like, problem is, is it's it's the the content that comes in the later films, and and it's the same with this franchise. Like now we're getting the taste of it here, and I know it gets bigger and bigger as we go along with this Voltari bullshit. It's losing the charm. It's losing the thing. Like if we, if I had, if I had half a movie in Hunger Games where it was them fighting in the arena and the other half was all political bullshit and thing, I probably wouldn't have gone and seen it three times at the movies. I would have watched it and said, "Yeah, it was all right." I really liked the start of it. The movie, kind of, the end, it kind of got a little bit boring. Whereas because it was just one movie from that first book, I think it was brilliant and I think it's fine. It's the same with Twilight here. I think the first Twilight movie is really good. It's a good little standalone. It's a good fucking coming of age, fucking romance thing. Now, this has got some good themes in it, but when we get to the end, we get to this bullshit fucking political Voltari crap, which I don't give a fuck about. Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> shit. And you know the other thing, like with these franchises, the reason they fucking suffer so much is because they, st the moment, the reason I hate, and I think you're, partner made a comment yeah beck did because i put a post up on fish and connor about harry potter <laughs> yeah. fantastic beasts and where to find them splitting into three and she's like fuck you and i said what like what do you guys think about this i think it's bullshit because it's one book and she's like dude if they want if the fans want more movies they should get more movies that's not like i'm not disagreeing with you i fully agree that you know if the fans want more and they're willing to get they're willing to give it then they should get more but i'm saying you're not going to get more of what you want. You're going to get more fucking nonsense because they're splitting it into parts for money. That's the, that is what it is. That's what happens to this. That's what happened to Hunger Games. Hunger Games, um, what, what's the last one called? What's the last one? The reason that film sucked so fucking bad is because it's split into two. Mm. And you can't, if a story is already written and you split it into two films, yeah, and a film is a story, a f when you go to watch a film, you expect to feel, see a full story, right? Yeah. You split that into two, you're not going to succeed. I've never seen a film split into two parts that succeeded like that, ever. That's based on a book, ever. It's fucking stupid. I fucking hate it. I know you like The Hobbit. The Hobbit's the only yeah, one. Yeah, I was just going to say The you Hobbit's like good. The Hobbit. And look, I, I stand with Beck in that sense. I think Fantastic Beasts is a different is a different beast because different fantastic it's beast. not actually based... Like, I know there is a book, but I don't think it's actually a narrative. Oh, isn't from it? Memory. I don't know shit, man. I just... Um, I think it's only just like... It's actually a book of Fantastic Beasts. It's just like a yeah. an encyclopedia of the animals that are in Harry Potter. I could be wrong. Correct me, Beck, <laughs> if that's how it is. But I, I feel like they, they have creative license to go and do no, whatever yeah. they want I mean, with like, that and they should yeah. because we we need more harry potter movies like i the harry potter fucking fandom is fucking nuts and i i i'm not i'm not fucking begging for it but i am excited to see where they go with this and i and i'm not against more of what i love as long as you do it right and i'm like mocking jay is a, a horrible example yeah. 
of of things going wrong. Like, actually, it's a perfect example of things going wrong because it was shit. Yeah. Fucking one and two are fantastic, but that really killed that franchise yeah. for me. Like, you, we, we've talked about this. Like, we both love Catching Fire. I fucking adore the first one, and that one has actually soiled it. Yeah. I, I haven't gone back and watched those movies because I remember mocking Jason. And, like, you know... And I'm sure, like, we're going to talk about that with Breaking Dawn in a little bit. Sorry, what were you saying? No, I just... Look, it's just how it is. And honestly, like, I think the only way it's going to stop is if we start watching these parts and it shouldn't happen. If you want to make, if you know, fantastic beast, if that's the way it is, honestly, like then, yeah, I agree. Like, Holy fuck. Like here's the stories we can make from it. That's awesome. You know, but like mm. to take a piece of work, someone's put heart and soul into and to go, you know what we'll do? We'll split that into two for money. And it's always for money. Anyone who thinks it's not is full of shit. It's always for money. A filmmaker can make whatever length the book is into a fucking film. It is always for money. And if you split it into parts like that... I disagree with The Hobbit, just for the example. Yeah, you... you I don't think that was love, money. I think that was well done. But I think it's trash. With the other ones, I, I agree with you. I think, it's, I think The Hobbit is just... This is an argument. I don't, I don't want to have this because I, I don't mind that Fish feels that way. But I just think like the only way these things are going to stop is if we stop watching them. And that's the bottom line. I've never seen Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1 ever. And I don't need to. I've seen all the films and I get what's going on because it's fucking stupid that it's split into two parts. Yeah, part one was bad of that as well. I I, I do agree with you in a, a standalone story like Mockingjay, Deathly Hallows, Breaking Dawn. Things like that shouldn't be broken up into two. There shouldn't be a part two of anything. It should just be a fucking sequel. Yeah, that's it. If, if you're going to do it, and I'm okay with sequels, like the Marvel movies are all sequels. They're not part ones and twos. And I know they're probably going to do it they're with doing, the humans or whatever They're doing it is. Avengers part one and two. For the next, the yeah. Next so like, we'll see. I don't know. We'll save our judgment for that shit. But I'm okay with sequels. Yeah, if you well, finish the fucking story like we did in Twilight and like, we, like kind of are here, I guess. But like, it's it's... It's just stupid doing the parts. I, I just think a part dictates. So, like, I don't like sequels either a lot of the time. But the difference is, like, when you say sequel, it means, hey, we're going to bring these characters back for another story. When you say yeah, part, that's right. yeah. when you say part, what you're actually doing and what they're doing to you is they're manipulating you because they're saying, hey, we're not going to finish this story. We're going to make you wait you a year. To You're going to pay twice to as much the for the same fucking story. We're not going to finish it. We're going to give you this length. We're not going to finish the story. That's pathetic. <laughs> That's fucking abysmal. It is. It and is. Sad. Hence, why we're boycotting the part yeah. thing and we're only doing one fucking podcast when we come to Breaking Dawn. It's one movie. We're going to do it in one hit. So fuck all y'all who wanted to. It's one. The, Boycott yeah. it. Connor, let's move on to the good, the bad, the ugly. <laughs> All right, fuck, man. I'll, I'll go straight into it. The good. I really liked um, the cinematography. It's a very pretty film. It's still pretty. <laughs> pretty as fuck. You didn't even talk about that. It's pretty. It's yeah, but it's not much to talk about. It's a pretty. It's just a fuck. It's not. It looks nice. That's it. Okay. Uh, I like Jacob to the most part. I think. I think the times that. Valor is kind of with Jacob. I enjoy where the movie goes from there. I feel I feel the spark coming up again. It, it feels like the spark of her coming out of her depression. And I think it's done quite well. I, um, Taylor Lautner isn't a very good actor. Um, he's, he's, you know, he's just fucking good looking. And I know all the girls fucking lost their shit over him. Especially when he takes his shirt off for the first time. I still remember 
being in the cinema with my friend Nadine, who's the reason why we're watching these fucking movies, and we both laughed because as soon as he took off his fucking it shirt, go back every on. girl in the cinema went, ah, followed by every guy in the cinema laughing nervously because they knew they couldn't live up to that. Yeah, it's a good-looking Blake. <laughs> I found that quite hilarious. What's your bad? Oh, what's my bad? What would I give to my bad? Can you just give one? Um, Have you got one bad that you can stick to? I reckon <laughs> I reckon the bad is uh, Bella being a cock tease. That's probably my bad. My bad is her mm. neglect, like her neglect of everyone around her. That's my bad. My bad is her character not changing. I like to me yeah. is fucking unforgivable what this character does. Like I. I understand her being a fuckhead. I understand all. I can go with it because she's going through rough shit and she's like, you know, she's all in her own head. I, I'm sort of relating to that shit, but for her to come right back around to Edward when he's being a, a piece of shit to her, like, just makes me lose all respect for her. It's like, you know, even if, if I had a friend who was fucking crying on my shoulder because her boyfriend had broke up with her and we just went through this big thing. And I'm not talking like I, I have any sort of fucking love connection with her. I'm just saying I'm being there. I'm being there for her as a friend. How I feel like I'm doing with Bella watching this movie. I feel like I'm being there for her. And then she turned around and just went back to the fuckhead, which was the cause of all this pain. That's when I just fucking disown. Like, yeah. well, you've done this to yourself. Fuck you. Yep. <laughs> the ugly. What do you got? Bella Swan, you're a fucking shit cunt. I fucking hate you. I resent you as a character. I resent what you represent to fucking everyone, to women, to people, to what a protagonist is, to what storytelling is. You are disgusting. I don't like Kristen Stewart either. And like, I don't think she did a great <laughs> job because I don't like the fucking character and she doesn't fucking help either. She brings nothing to it. She does fucking white bread really well. Good on you, man. You bland piece of shit. You fucking... Empty glass of fucking trash acting. Fuck, fuck you, man. Every single thing about you is ugly. Fuck, I hate her. Anyway, <laughs> that's my fucking ugly. I think it's ugly what she does to Jacob. Mm. For a guy to be so good to her and for her to fucking pe like treat him like a piece of shit. You're saying she treats a lot of people like shit, and she does. But this person is the most important one to me, and the most important to the like the story, and most important to her, obviously. And she for her to burn him so easily just makes me fucking furious. I just... <sighs> okay, let's get out of here. What is your final verdict on New Moon? This film is bullshit. The story sucks. The characters suck. Bella Swan's a dumb cunt. One out of five. Holy shit. That is... Actually, whoa. no. What did I get Freddy got... What did I get Freddy got fingered? 0.5? You, you gave it a 0.5. Uh, I'll give it 1.5 out of 5. Kind of... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's pretty... It's, it's pretty... Like, that's how I can... Honestly... Like, that film is how I compare shit now. Like, I'm like, man, one's pretty low. What did I give Fred that's the it? That's the depths. That's the bottom of the barrel. And this is above the bottom of the barrel to well, you after if I all give, that. If I give Freddy Got Fingered a 0.5, I have to think, man, this film's a 0.5 higher than Freddy Got Fingered? Nah, it's a full point higher because Freddy Got Fingered is trash, but this is still garbage. It's just a different sort of garbage. Fuck Bella <laughs> Swan, piece of shit. So hold on, that's a one? No, it's a 1.5. 1. 1. It's a 1.5. 1. 1.5. Fuck, you've even gone... Oh, all because of Freddy. How yeah. dare you? How dare you? Uh, look, this I, I, I really enjoyed the last movie, and I'm kind of I'm kind of coming in with the high of that one, which I feel like a lot of us were when this first came out. I'm with it 
from the start. I really like that scene at the start at the Cullens with Jasper losing his shit. I really like her falling into the depression. I really like her coming out of the depression by, you know, even though if it is finding a new guy. But sometimes that's what it takes. It's like, you know, you got to get back on the horse. And I get that. I relate. Like I said, when I can relate to things, I'm enjoying it. But as soon as we start to get to the Voltari and we start to get point where she just totally destroys everything that her character was developed with, as soon as we start seeing visions of Edward, I start to lose credibility for this film. It's it's not at the level that I feel like it should have been after the high that we got with the last one. And they've got good elements here. We've got Jacob coming in. I really like Jacob as a character, even if Taylor Lautner is a shit actor. I like what he's doing. He's got charm. He's got, he's fun. He's good to be around. And Edward's, you know, he's bringing this love triangle thing. I wanted to see more of that. And we lose out on that because we get more Voltari and politics and bullshit that I don't care about. So I don't think this is a bad movie. I don't think this is a good movie. I think this is a severely average movie. And it gets a 2.5. Out of fun. I couldn't even give a fuck. I couldn't even, like, I'm not even upset that you've given it higher than I would, like, I just don't even give a fuck because <laughs> I just, I just fucking hate this fucking, ca- like, this fictional character. Like, I fucking resent <laughs> on every single technical and creative level. I fucking hate her. Like, I hate her. I genuinely hate her. I don't want to see. I get it. I don't want to. I, I get it. You hate. I don't want to see. I, I don't want to see her on screen. Like I don't want to fucking see her. Like I. I know that I have to watch the next. Well, one. the lucky thing is that you get to see her two more times. Well, three more Fuck times. Fuck my um, face. Two more podcasts. Fuck my Talking face. about how much you hate her, but don't worry because next week we're not going to watch twice. What are we reviewing next week, Fish? We're going to watch a Marvel movie. Yay! The other thing that you love. I love the repetition of Hollywood. I'm so excited. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Everyone's talking to me too because I'm like, yeah, I'm not keen for it. They're like, yeah, but like you like like spiritual shit and like time and multidimensional stuff so you'll be really into <laughs> it, right? Fuck my ass. God damn, I'm not keen for this. You don't thing. have any interest in it? No. Nah, I don't. Really? No. It looks... Have you seen the latest trailer? Yeah, it looks boring as fuck. I'm sorry. I know you're going to disagree. It just looks... And not like boring, like, I'm not... There's going to be no story. Just like, I know the story already. Like, I know what's going to happen. Hey, Doctor, you know you're going to be, be a Marvel movie. You're going to be really powerful. He's like, nah, I'm not going to be powerful. I'm just a Doctor. Holy shit, I'm powerful. Oh, there's a bad guy. I'm going to beat the bad guy. I beat the bad guy. Cameo from another Marvel film. Easter egg from another Marvel film. Another cameo from another Marvel film. Set up for the Avengers. Another cameo. Another cameo. Funny, witty comments. Funny, witty comments. Funny, witty comments. Done. That's the film. Mike fucking What if Star-Lord's in it? Huh? What if Star-Lord's in it? I mean, like, that's a fun cameo, but... I, I, he probably will be actually, because that's he's they're kind of the big ticket. Just thinking he might be. Yeah, it's it's kind of a Guardians is yeah, like I don't know the big ticket. I don't know. For Marvel. I uh, I originally wasn't all that excited for it. I I'm I've I've gone on and watched the new trailers and stuff, and I the the Inception sort of look to it makes me a little bit excited now. Um, mm. I'm still I'm not like losing sleep over this movie. I'm not like as excited for this as I was for Civil War, say, but. I am pretty pumped. I'm actually going to a, um, a special screening with my mate Pete, who works at Luma, who did some of the animation on Doctor Strange. And they're doing a little bit of a Q&A after it as well. So hopefully I can bring some insight into the animation side of fucking Doctor Strange on our next Fuck podcast. yeah, that's sick. Well, it's, yeah. it's been a lovely week. I'm really glad I spent my time talking about something that makes me genuinely feel hatred. Uh, what's... Well, what do we what do we want you guys to do? We want you to follow us on Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, 
all the good shit. Like us on Facebook. Comment. Do stuff. all that. Hey, and if, if, if you really feel fucking, like, nice, go on and do a little review on iTunes or even Stitcher or Podbean. Yeah. Give us a, you know, give us a five-star rating if you feel so inclined because that shit gets us helps, onto pages man. that gets us more out to other other listeners like yourself so if we if you can help us out in that regard i'd love you for it helps man it helps a whole bunch we watch twilight movies for you yeah this is all we ask yeah that's pretty <laughs> much it all right fuck you all play the music fish Thank you for listening to this episode of Fishing Connoisseur Movie. Fishing Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film The Twilight Saga, New Moon, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Meet Me on the Equinox is performed by Death Cab for Cutie, and the track The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly titles is performed by Ennio Morricone.